Hello, welcome to Learn English with Football World Cup Special, a show in which I talk to my friends and football fans about the World Cup 2022 in Qatar. Stay tuned until the end, because that's when I go through useful vocabulary um, from this interview. My guest today is Ben, and you might know him from the YouTube channel called To The Point English with Ben. Hi, Ben. How are you? Hi, Stenek. I'm, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. It's good, good to have you here. <laughs> it's nice to be here. Thank you for, thank you for inviting me. Anytime, Ben. And let's get straight into it. So this is the first question. Are you excited about this World Cup? Um, yes, probably <laughs> less than any other World Cup. Um, but I think that's for a couple of reasons. I think partly it's my age. As I get older, I'm less interested in international football for some reason. I'm, as you know, I'm a I'm a West Ham fan. So I, I, my I'm always excited about West Ham, and when West Ham play, I, I try and watch all their matches. But I don't know inter, international football. I, I always watch England and Spain because I live in Spain and I am English. But um, but the other reason this World Cup is a little bit tainted, isn't it? I mean, with the it being in Qatar and the sort of the, everybody knows the human rights issues and the attitudes uh, in that culture, in that country, I should say. But um, but also the time of the year, it's sort of in, in November, it's not really the time to have a World Cup. It's, you know, World Cups are in the summer. It's you know, when people are on holiday, it's a different, uh, a different kind of mindset or a different attitude when you're in, in the summer. We're go in, in the Northern Hemisphere, at least, we're going into the winter and it's, yeah, yeah. I'm excited, but less excited than any other World Cup, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. There are some issues. I'm going to mm -hmm. definitely address them in these interviews um, mm -hmm. at some point. Um, so I wanted to ask you, Ben, what's your earliest World Cup memory? Um, I don't know if it's a memory or memory of what people have told me, but apparently in the 1982 World Cup, <laughs> it shows how old I am, I was six years old and um, the top scorer was a, an Italian called Rossi. Um, and apparently I just, I don't really remember watching the matches, but apparently I was just shouting his name all the time, <laughs> Rossi, Rossi. Um, uh, but I, as I said, I kind of remember it, but I don't know if I um, remember people telling me about it, that I, that, you know, I was just a little kid shouting at the screen. Probably my first real memory, my clear memory of the World Cup, unfortunately, was 1986. And I say unfortunately, because as a an Englishman, of English football fan, it was the famous um, Argentina-England match where Diego Mar Maradona scored two very memorable goals. One was perhaps the the greatest goal of all time, or at least the greatest World Cup goal of all time. And the other one was a handball, very clear, the hand of God, as he called it. Um, yeah. We call it the hand of a, a cheat. But um, <laughs> so, yeah, it was not the greatest memories to start with, but... Um, yeah, I think that 1986, I was 10 years old, and that was when I was really starting to get into football. So, yeah. And the first the first um, lessons of, of being disappointed with, with England, basically. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so you have already told us why you think this World Cup will be a little bit different. 
Um, so I'm going to mm -hmm. ask you about Messi and Ronaldo. Uh, these are okay. obviously great players. One of the, but it was the last, let's say, two decades were, mm -hmm. were about Messi and Ronaldo. They they were always the two best players, and everybody, everybody um, talked about these two players. But now it looks like these might be their last World Cups. But mm. who knows? <laughs> what do you think? I think it probably, I mean, definitely Ronaldo. Ronaldo's a couple of years older, isn't he? And I, I think you can see he's he's not at the same level as he was. I mean, it's impossible I mean, to, to maintain that level as you're approaching 40 years of age. Uh, Messi, I think Messi is 35 or 36. I'm not sure. So the next World yeah, Cup yeah. will be in three, three and a half years. So, yeah, no, I think it's... I think it's his last World Cup too. I mean, I'm I'm a huge Messi fan. Um, I mean, Ronaldo. I respect Ronaldo. He's a fantastic player, but for me, Messi is the best of all time. He's the goat, and I think, yeah. Unfortunately, I think we've we've been so lucky, as you said, over the last almost 20 years to to, to see two of the best players in the history of football uh, playing at the same time, and for. A, for about 10, 10 years of those years, they were playing in the same league, in the Spanish league. So we saw them at least twice a year playing against each other. So yeah. very lucky. But yeah, all good things come to an end. So yeah, I think this is probably the last World Cup for those those greats, those legends. Yeah, absolutely. They are legends. And they are the goats, as you said. Um, I heard that Messi, Messi said that <clears throat> it would be his last World Cup. And I have also recently mm -hmm. uh, the interview with Piers Morgan has come out, obviously. And I, mm -hmm. I think, I think he asked him about that, and he, he said he said something along the lines of probably, probably. So, right. <laughs> I think Messi. I think for Ronaldo, it is harder to come to terms with him not being the same Ronaldo. You know, he's he has his, mm. his, his, as we as we as we all know, his mm. ego is is very big. And uh, why wouldn't it be big if you are Ronaldo, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's only fair. fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I think Messi is kind of more realistic here. And he's mm -hmm. the, the younger of the two as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I think he's a little bit less obsessed with like records and, and being remembered. I think I think he will, ironically, he will be remembered, I think, as the, the greatest of all time. But I think Ronaldo wants to break all the records, all these personal yeah. records. And I think he also, I think he, he's probably a bit inspired by Ibrahimovic, who's mm. still playing, I think, in his 40s. Yeah. So maybe Ronaldo thinks if he keeps, keeps fit, keeps in shape, that he could still be playing. But I don't think, I think he's... He's a different player to Ibrahimovic, and he's. I think he's. You can see it now at Manchester United. He's. He's not at the same level. Of course, it's normal as he was like two or three years ago. So, but who knows? Who knows? Well, there, there's this interesting dynamic uh, surrounding Ronaldo now because obviously mm. I've mentioned the interview, and after this. He mm -hmm. is getting getting sacked from Manchester United. Uh, they want to take a legal action against him, and yeah. um, they aren't going to find him for sure. So it's a big deal now, and this is a this is a really important moment in Ronaldo's career because mm -hmm. the question number one is: Can he focus on the on the national team? Can he give his best mm -hmm. for his national team, or is this going to be actually harmful? 
to the atmosphere in the dressing room and how is this going to affect the performance of the likes of Bruno Fernandes and so on who's mm-hmm. his team he's still his teammate at Manchester United you know yeah. so those are the well, questions we... I'm asking myself and then also yeah. where is he going to go next <laughs> yeah i mean who can afford him and and if who wants to pay that much money for a player on his way out? But yeah, I think we saw the, I don't know if you saw the video of um, the kind of re- fr- frosty um, reception from Bruno Fernandes with Ronaldo in the in the changing rooms, the Portuguese ch- changing rooms. He didn't look particularly happy to see him and maybe we're reading too much into it, but well, I, I think, sorry, go on. Yeah, yeah um, about that, um, mm-hmm. one day later, Bruno Fernandes spoke and he kind of denied it. He said that it had been taken out of context and that it was played without sound as well. And apparently he was making a joke. Who knows, you know, who knows? Maybe Uh, that he was told to say that, right? We don't know. But uh, who knows what's going going on there? (laughs) Yeah, they want to present an image of of harmony and that everyone's happy together but yeah it yeah we don't know we can't speculate but well we can speculate but we don't know so but I, I think Ronaldo will be fine I think he's very professional in that way I think he'll be very and I think he likes playing for Portugal because it's like it's a bit uh, a distraction or it's it's less uh, you know with with his um, his countrymen and you know playing for Portugal it's it's different to playing in a different country with uh, people he doesn't perhaps know so well, so I think he'll be very focused and he'll he'll play well. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he'll play it every second of every match because he's he's getting on a bit, as I said. So we'll see. Well, we'll see what happens. But it will be one of the one of the things to watch for sure. One yes, of the things definitely. to watch out for as well. So um, as we know, Ben, um, you are an Englishman living in Spain. So I'm going to ask you about Mm -hmm. uh, these two teams, England and Spain. So who do you think has a better chance? Which of these two teams has a better chance of winning the World Cup, England or Spain? It's a very tricky question because I don't think either of them really have a chance. But I think probably I would say at the moment, England, I mean, Spain are looking good. They've got a good young team and, and... I think that in a in a couple of years they're going to be challenging for titles. I think England just have a slightly older team. I'm really worried about England's defence. It looks it's it's very dodgy um, yeah. going forward. We have a lot of options, in, especially in the attacking midfield. Um, we have some of so we have some world class players, but in the mm-hmm. defence and goal in in goal, I think it's a bit dodgy. So. I don't know. It really is a tough one, but I think probably England just. But by but as I said, I don't think either of them have much of a chance this year. But yeah, in, in uh, two or three years, well, in the next World Cup, three and a half years. I, I tend I tend to agree with you. I would say exactly the same. Your mm-hmm. your reason, your um, justification is also valid. So um, absolutely. But so since since we don't think these two teams are going to win it, or neither of these two teams can win it, who's mm. your money on then? <laughs> I, I'm not a betting man because <laughs> I'm pretty pessimistic. I'm just sure I'll th- be throwing my money away. I'm not very lucky. So, but if I were to to bet on someone, I think and maybe this is my heart over my head because obviously I'd prefer England to win and then 
Spain, if not England, Spain. But if not England and if not Spain, and I, I think they have more of a really realistic chance, I would say Argentina. Yeah. And I say Argentina because I think they can. I think they have a very good team, although I'm, I don't know every player in every position, but um, but also for Messi. As I said, I'm a huge Messi fan, and I want, I would love to see Messi lifting the World Cup. I think it would, you know, shut up the all these people who have been doubting him and saying he's not, you know, he's yeah. he can't be considered the greatest until he wins a World Cup. I think that's rubbish. I think you can't expect a player to win the World Cup on his own. And I think he almost did a, a few years ago, like I think the last one. But um, so, yeah, I, I, would, if, I think it would just be a perfect end to Messi's career. Um, and I think he would, would then be considered the greatest of all time. Um, so, yeah, I think I, I would say Argentina, but Brazil apparently are, are looking good. France have injured a, a few injuries. So I think that they're going to find it difficult. Mm, I mean, there are, it, it's there are always surprises in the World Cups, aren't they? Especially playing in this a different time of year, a different continent to usual, different country, different. Every, it's, it's such a different World Cup. It's very difficult to yeah. difficult to predict. But yeah, going for Argentina. And you? My money is on Brazil. So that's what most right. people say. What that's what the experts say. Uh, literally, my yeah. money is on Brazil, about four euros or something like that. <laughs> okay. Well, I did bet. There's nothing. I, I did make yeah. a bet. And um, mm -hmm. I just know that those players from Arsenal, like there, there's, there are, there's Martinelli and uh, a lot of, lot of uh, players play in the Premier League. And also, I remember watching the Argentina-Brazil um, final of the, of the South American Championship. And I thought mm -hmm. Brazil were the better team. Mm -hmm. Argentina won it, yeah. the last one, right? Argentina won it. Right. But yeah, I thought yeah. Brazil were the better team. That's, that's what I thought. So Right. I didn't see it, but yeah, it's interesting well, you say that. It's, uh... Yeah. There'll be a lot of pressure on, on Messi as well, right? It's his last World Cup, as we all know. Brazil, I think, has more balanced team, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, and just a lot of quality. But it's also mm -hmm. sometimes it's, it's down to how can all these stars, or how can all these stars function as a unit, right? So that's sometimes mm -hmm. uh, a problem uh, in France, in the French team. You know, we don't we don't know what's going to happen with Mbappe, right? Mm -mm. He's yeah. literally running PSG these days. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I think France have a, a fantastic team. Even I think Kanté is injured, Pogba is injured, yeah. uh, and a couple of others. And they're really important. Well, Kanté, I think, is such an important player. But yeah, they have some great attacking players still. Uh, there is a, a one of their strikers got injured, didn't they? But um, yeah. but. I think it's they're a really strong team, and you can't rule out Germany, Italy, those those teams which just know how to win. Oh, no, Italy, Italy didn't Italy, qualify. No, Italy no. didn't qualify, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's incredible. So you, I think we can Honor, rule out honorable Italy. mention. <laughs> honorable mention to Italy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that my money is not on Italy. Then <laughs> I've made, I've made, I've made um, this mistake a few times already while talking in my shows, Ben, <laughs> to mention right. Italy as one yeah. of <laughs> mention, mentioning Italy as one of the favorites, but not this time. 
Well, thank right. you very much, Ben, for featuring in this interview. It's been a pleasure to have you here. And uh, good luck yeah, to your you. team. Good luck to England. Good luck to Spain as well. Thank you. And, thank you very um, much. Yeah. yeah. Take is care. The, is the Czech Republic in it? I know this is, shows my ignorance, but the Czech Republic didn't qualify, right? Okay, unfortunately well. not. That would be my team. So unfortunately not. Of course. No, for me, I, I would be supporting the Czech Republic too, because there's some West Ham players in the national team, I think. So, So yeah, um, well, next time. Well, you can watch tonight's friendly against Turkey if, if you're so so much oh, right. if you are so interested okay. in the Czech Republic team. But <laughs> I, I doubt you will do that. <laughs> I doubt I will. <laughs> There's a, a lot of football to be watched in this house over yeah. the next few weeks. So exactly. probably I wouldn't wouldn't be probably, allowed to watch that one. Probably not <laughs> the best match to pick either. Okay, thank you very much, Ben. And I'll, until okay. next time. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for thank having you. me. Bye. Bye. And now is the time to look at some language from this interview. All right, so this is the part of the show where I go through interesting vocabulary from the interview you have just watched. And I will usually select between three to five items of vocabulary, interesting idioms, phrasal verbs, any interesting words, that I think are worth clarifying. So pay attention. And also, um, once I give you the examples from the interview, what you could do is use it in the comments to practice. Okay, so without further ado, let's get cracking. So the first, uh, I'm, I'm, go I'm reading some notes here. So the first thing that I would like to talk about is when Ben uh, mentioned his earliest memories of watching the World Cup. And he said, unfortunately, it was the year 1986 and the famous match between Argentina and England where Diego Maradona scored two very memorable goals. So I'm looking at the adjective memorable here. Um, if uh, some goals are memorable, they are likely to be remembered or they were remembered or they are still remembered or they are simply worth remembering. You should remember them because they were unique. They were excellent. They were, um, that it was something, something that is easy to remember, memorable. Okay. Now, regarding the pronunciation of this adjective, the first syllable is stressed. So memorable. Also notice that Sometimes British people pronounce it only as three syllables, memorable, memorable, rather than saying memorable. They say just memorable. You can talk about memorable goals, memorable matches, memorable performances, um, any of that kind. You can talk, talk about a memorable uh, World Cup as well. Let's hope this World Cup in Qatar will be memorable for the right Reasons. Okay, here's another one. We were talking about Cristiano Ronaldo, and Ben said, I don't know if uh, you saw the video with a kind of frosty reception uh, from Bruno Fernandes with Ronaldo in the, in the changing room. And uh, I'm looking at the expression frosty reception, which is a really cool one. So, first of all, is if um, uh, if um, we're talking about reception here, the word reception has more meanings, but here it has the meaning of welcome. It gave us the impression that they were sort of meeting up 
for their, let's say, first training in Qatar or something like that. And they were welcoming each other in the dressing room, right? And if you talk about frosty, a frosty reception, it's like cold and unfriendly. Frosty, you know, it comes from the word frost. Yeah, so it's something you get in winter when it when the ground freezes, like you can see frost everywhere, like it's kind of white, white stuff on the ground, right? So a frosty reception is cold, unfriendly, not very friendly. So this is an interesting word. You can also give, for example, someone a frosty look. So if you don't like someone, you can look at them in an unfriendly way. <laughs> Okay, so that's frosty reception. Now, also, this is a common expression in football. Um, we were talking about Ronaldo again, and um, Ben was speculating how many minutes he think he thinks Ronaldo will get in the World Cup. He was a bit skeptical. He said, mm, I don't know if he will play every second of every match. And as we know, he is getting on a bit. We'll see. He's getting on a bit. So if you get on a bit, if you are getting on a bit, usually it's used in with the progressive form, with the continuous form. Um, it means that you are getting old. You're getting old for, in this case, for that, for that sport that you're playing. You're getting on a bit. Yeah, You're not the youngest person anymore. You're not uh, the young person you once used to be. So that's that. Um, the last one I would like to look at here is uh, Ben was talking about the England national team and we were talking about um, Ben was sort of referring to what sort of team they have and if he thinks they have a good chance of winning the tournament. And he said that they have some world-class players, but in the goal and defense, it's a bit dodgy. So here we are looking at the adjective dodgy, which is, um, it's, it's a colloquial adjective. It's, it's kind of slang. It's a slang. And we use this um, to describe something a bit suspicious, a bit something that you can't fully trust. So if you say that in the goal and defense, it's a bit dodgy. What Ben means is that he doesn't trust Harry Maguire and Jordan Pickford in the goal. He thinks there are mistakes in them. He thinks maybe it's England's weakness. Okay, so what about your team? Is your team in the World Cup? Is your team's defense a bit dodgy? Why, why not let me know in the comments? This is something I would like to encourage you to do because it's your way to practice this vocabulary, as I said. So that's all from me. If you have enjoyed this video and this language corner bit at the end, please give this video a like and don't forget to subscribe. I'll speak to you soon. Bye.